So yesterday we touched on it, uh, I think it was within minutes after I got on this fine show, that the Vancouver Canadians had been sold. And news of it came rather quickly, just days before the start of their season. And it makes perfect sense to me. And I think it made perfect sense to a lot of people, including the man that is kind enough to join me now, the chairman of the Vancouver Canadians Baseball Club, Jake Kerr. Jake, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Rob. It's weird in the uh, the news environment. I got to be on my best behavior here. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yes, 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 indeed. Um, well, first and foremost, let's talk about this sale. How did it come together? Well, as I indicated yesterday, I, um, my partner Jeff Mooney and I uh, realize how old we are, and uh, we uh, we have had fifteen great years of uh, uh, owning the Canadians, and uh, we. Uh, we started shopping around about a year and a half ago saying, so how do we ensure that baseball in Vancouver continues uh, and that we find the right buyer? We had a number of uh, people kick some tires, but uh, it became obvious to us after a while, looking at how baseball was evolving, that the buyer we ended up with, uh, Diamond Baseball Holdings, was by far the uh, the premier owner of minor league teams. So uh, that's how we got there. They they already own 15 teams. I think we're number 16, and uh, we're very pleased to be associated with them. I always ask when somebody makes a big move in life, was there an epiphany moment? Was there a moment where you were sitting, be it by yourself or with your family, where you said, now is the time? Was there a specific moment in, in, in that instance for you? No, I don't think so. It was it was really very evolutionary. We, we have, uh, you know, had a great relationship with the Parks Board, and, and we've... You know, spent a lot of time and money on the stadium. It just sort of, I guess what I realized we needed to do something was when uh, the major leagues decided that the facilities for players had to be dramatically improved. And I mean, we're talking dramatic here. Uh, and we looked, Jeff and I looked at each other and said, well, you know, that may be our exit cue because uh, to invest the type of capital that would have been required by us at our ages, you know, we have no successors in our families. So I, I think that was probably the, the biggest clue we had that it was time to start looking. And you talk about Nat Bailey Stadium. It is one of those things that you almost don't want to tweak too much for fear that it will lose its intimacy. But the reality is, is with Major League Baseball's increased expectations of these venues, there are going to be some things that have to change. What are some of those things? Well, we're lucky at Nat Bailey. Major League Baseball examined our operation very closely, as they did with others, and they realized quite quickly that we were sort of like the Fenway or Wrigley of uh, of minor league baseball. So you won't see any changes to the uh, the external uh, look of the stadium or, uh, or the fan experience. What you will see is a, a large... Uh, wellness and training facility down the right field line where we currently have the picnic area, uh, but it will be replaced in time with a a new, much more modern uh, and effective picnic area that will be on the roof of the building. It's a big building. It'll take up the entire picnic area, uh, and um, it'll have a, a lot of amenities on the roof. We're not we're not going to announce that until we get our plans uh, fully together this summer, but. Uh, it'll be a, a great improve, well, great improvement to the fan experience. I mean, to be honest with you, I love the picnic area, but uh, you can't really see the game very well from there. Maybe the people don't care, but 
they're going to be up in a situation where you've got great line line of sight on the game. Uh, we hope to have you know bars and food and beverage and stuff on the roof, so it should be good. When anybody starts out, they always have a dream, a vision of what they want to accomplish. As you take a step back, you're not removing yourself completely. You're still going to remain as the chairman. But did you accomplish all of your goals? I think so, Rob. When we took over, we didn't know what we were doing, which is well known. Uh, but we we bought you know an, what we thought was an iconic stadium in very bad disrepair. Uh, and uh, very little money had been spent in many years. They had no lease. Uh, and I think we really did achieve everything we'd hoped to do. We, Andy Dunn has been a spectacular operator for us uh, as our chief of operations and president. Uh, we won four championships. We uh, made, a, I think, a major uh, impression on the community with our charity work, particularly through my partner, Jeff Mooney, and the, the uh, Canadian Foundation. So, yeah, there wasn't a lot of bucket list stuff we had to get done. We felt we'd pretty well done it. And I had a few people ask me, will this affect the relationship with the Blue Jays? I know the answer to that, but I think it's better if they hear it from you. I would imagine that relationship's not going anywhere. It is not going anywhere. I mean, leave aside the fact that under the player development agreements that were signed a year and a half ago, uh, we have another eight and a half, nine years or something to go on our current agreement with the Blue Jays. Uh, So, no, absolutely not for the next 10 years. Uh, And keep in mind also that that Rogers owns the the Blue Jays. They have obviously made a big deal with Shaw recently. They want a major presence in B.C. So I I think it's going to be long-term. Well, I'm really happy that despite this is a, a bit of a bittersweet moment for you, but this ironically happens to be the year that you and Jeff get into the BC Sports Hall of Fame. I think it's a little poetic justice, if you will, that you make that final leap into uh, amongst the immortals in this province for all the work that you've done building baseball in this province. I'm so proud of everything that you accomplished, and I'm so glad that we had a chance to talk today. Thank you for doing this, Jake. Thank you, Rob. Pleasure always. Always a pleasure. Sure. Jake Kerr, the chairman of the Vancouver Canadians Baseball Club. Uh, I waxed poetically yesterday about it, but I will just get down to the brass tacks of it. Vancouver Canadians open up their season this week. Gone are the days of short season baseball where it was the middle of June. They open up on Friday, the 7th. So you can go to um, CanadiansBaseball.com, get your tickets for that game or some game in the near future. And what's cool about their schedule now is they do a week at home, then they go on the road for a week, and then they come back home for a week. So you can really now start to map out your schedule over the course of the summer and maybe go to a couple of games in a row and see a guy get hot at the right time or see one of the Blue Jays' top prospects. They announced their roster today, and I think they have nine of the top 30 prospects within the Blue Jays organization in Vancouver to start the season. That is a very big get. It used to be where you'd get one or two, maybe three, because it was short season, a couple of classifications down. But since they've gotten that bump upward, now you're starting to see all the big guns coming through Vancouver, which is a very, very cool thing.